Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Kurt and today I want to talk about something that's been on my heart for a really, really long time. And uh, I've really been uh, asking God about this and because it's like, it's something that is core to the Christian life. It is core to the Christian experience and it's, it's about God. It's about God himself. Who is God? Well, we're thinking like, you know, it's like we're living our life. We don't see God. He's invisible. He's not there. But who is he really? And why can't I see him? Why are things so complicated? I live my life uh, asking God this question so many times, like, you know, it's like, where are you? I mean, why can't I see you? Why don't you let me see you? And uh, so many times I don't get an answer, but uh, lately I've been, I have begun to experience God in a way that has really transformed the way I see him and the way I know him and who he is basically to me. And that's what I want to talk about today. The simplicity of God. God is really simple. We have as human beings due to our human condition. Now I call it a human condition but it's, like, it's not some you know technical term it's not like uh, something that has been coined and you know it's like recorded in history or anything of the sort but I call it the human condition because it's like we tend to think from a very fleshly or carnal or maybe very a humanistic point of view and from this point of view, we tend to see God as someone who's hiding and not revealing himself. But when we really get down to knowing God, it's like God is in everything. And when we see God in everything, he becomes more real to us. And there are two things that God really showed me. And uh, I, I've come to understand it in a very different kind of light. And uh, these two things have transformed the way I've actually seen God and actually related to him. My life today is basically a relationship based on understanding who God is to me personally. Every human being has a fingerprint. Your fingerprint is different from mine. My fingerprint is different from every single person in this world. We all, all are unique and we have unique fingerprints. And as unique as our fingerprint is to each other, that is how unique our relationship is to God. God sees us differently. Every single person is unique to God. Every single person has an independent, individual, personal relationship with God. And the reason why I say God is really simple is because your perception of God is how you let God reveal himself to you. So the two things that God really showed me about who he is, is based on my perception and my perspective. And uh, my life has changed just getting to know how I'm supposed to receive or understand God in my life personally. So just to, just to make things really simple, perception is how you see God and how you relate to him, how God reveals himself to you. And I'm going to talk about that in a little while. Oh, by the way, this is going to be part one of the series of the simplicity of God. And uh, so coming back to perception, perception is how you see God based on how he reveals himself to you. Another, uh, another aspect is perspective. How do we see God in a different light? Do we generally form our own perspectives of God or do we generally uh, tend to follow a train of thought, follow some sort of a track where it's like, this is the way I want to go and uh, I don't want to deviate left or to the right, but this is what I want to think. This is the way I want to see God. And we tend to read the Bible through different perspectives. It's like, we, it's like putting on these shades. It's like you, uh, you see uh, God with a different color now. 
and everything you read in the Bible will be from those lenses you see it through those shades and so when we are really reading the Bible most of us will actually see God through the perspective of how we have understood him perceptions are basically formed in two ways one we can either let God tell us who he is two we can let people tell us who God is now letting people tell us who God is can be also from various different sources like you read the Bible you read the Bible and you can understand it with your mind and form some form some sort of a thought process based on what you read now when you're reading the Bible and you understand something from the Bible that could be a perspective that could be your perspective of how you've read it and how you see God so you're putting God into that kind of a framework again these are lenses so when we're talking about reading the Bible and forming a perspective of God we're talking about actually reading the Bible and saying God this is who you are now we can do that or we can do something even better which is let God tell you who he is through the Bible through what you read and that is what revelation is when when I was basically spending time with God it, it was like uh, I was asking him like you know why is it so difficult to understand who you are now I I do know that it's like God is so vast we will never ever 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 reach the end of God there's no such thing there is no such thing as reaching the end of the knowledge of God because God from eternity to eternity he's the beginning and the end he is he is everlasting so we can never ever come to the end of God every created being has a beginning and we are living now now as you, as born again believers we are living an immortal life we'll see we start living in immortality so we continue living but there is no end to the revelation of who God is to his character to his nature to things that he is doing to his creation it has begun for us and now we are on this everlasting eternal journey of getting to know who God is John 17 verse 3 says this is eternal life that they may know you eternal life everlasting life our life is about knowing God now so our life is very simple as far as God is concerned God said in John chapter 3 and verse 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that we should not perish we should not die but have everlasting life and this is eternal life John 17 verse 3 it says that we know him we know Jesus we know the father and the only way we come to the father is through Jesus Christ so the thing is this we get to know God we get into a relationship with God we understand who he is based on how he reveals himself to us it's so vital that we let God reveal himself to us now I'm not, now again, I'm not saying don't read the Bible, I'm not saying don't read the Word. It's key, it's vital that we read the Word and understand who God is. But a revelation of God comes from Him, knowing Him, spending time in conversation with Him, getting to know Him personally as a person, that is our, that forms our relationship with God. So now again, now we can form our perceptions of God, but in the end what we really need to understand is that God is the one who reveals Himself. So we can read the Bible and we can think, we can use our brains and we can try to connect scriptures together and we can get into theology and understand like, okay, this is what God is saying here. This is what God is saying there. But when God actually reveals himself to us, you are actually now getting to know a person. It is not a book anymore. The person of God is the reality in which our relationship is formed. We know God as a person. Now, when we read the Bible, the Bible is a book that is in black and white. 
But the word of God is not that book. The word of God is Jesus himself. Our relationship is formed based on who Jesus is. Our relationship is formed with the person of Jesus. So when we are spending time with Jesus, we are getting to know him personally. Now think about it, uh, your spouse for that matter. When you have a relationship with your spouse, would you like it if your spouse got to know you through your bio data or maybe through some written script that you have or some sort of a book that you've written about yourself? Or would you like your spouse to know you and you know your spouse through a personal relationship? How would that relationship work out if you had to read everything you, uh, you knew about your spouse through some sort of written material? Rather than spending time with your spouse and getting to know that person. I would definitely want to know God, speaking to him, having a live conversation with him, a living relationship with who he is. And through that relationship, get to know all of what he's about. So when we spend time getting to know God as the person of who he is, we get to know him more intimately, more personally. That removes all the complication there is. See, because when we are reading from the Bible, we are actually using our mental faculties to try to understand what the Bible is saying. And then we have to try to connect the dots. And most of the times we don't really wait for God to actually tell us something. We read something and uh, we sort of say, oh, this, this may be God. This is like, uh, this is who God is. And we don't know what the, what the background is until God reveals it to us. And most of the time, if we are not really waiting for God to reveal something to us, we tend to form this sort of a perception that this is who God is based on what I've read. So even if when we are reading the Bible, it is so vital that we actually wait for God to actually tell us what that scripture means, what that word means. And like I said, you know, in the beginning, Every person is unique in their relationship with God. Our relationship with God is as unique as our fingerprint. So when God relates to us, He will relate to me based on who I am. Now when I share my experience with someone else, it may have some sort of an identif identification on a certain level, but that person cannot identify with what I'm experiencing of God. So when we are actually going through our, uh, our life, we need to let God be the one who is actually speaking into our life first. Now I'm not saying don't listen to people. I'm not saying don't listen to messages. I'm not saying don't listen to tapes and videos and all these uh, uh, things. It's really good. It's very encouraging. But I would rather the primary source of information for my life be God himself. That is what the relationship is all about. If you had to find out about God from someone else, you're not really living through the experience of God. You're living through a narrative of what a person is saying, uh, talking about their experience of God is. But you have not really experienced God yourself. It's so important that we actually spend time with God to get to know Him. So as far as relationship with God is concerned, we are the ones who are supposed to spend time with God to get to know who He is. We are living in His world. And understanding who He is and getting to know Him is what life is all about. So I want to ask you this question. and. Uh, Think about it because this is something that I had asked God and it really changed the way I saw him and how he revealed himself to me and how I understood him. Now I'm not saying that I've reached the end of uh, knowing God because it's not possible. There's no such thing. We'll always get to know God and there's no and I, I always believe that there's no such thing as heights and levels and hierarchies in the kingdom of God. It's all about depths and getting deeper into a relationship with the Father, getting deeper into a relationship with Jesus and getting to know him more intimately. I don't believe there's any such thing as a person has ever reached 
No one has ever reached, no one has ever taken off, there's no such thing. You form your own relationship with God, you get personal with God, you know Him individually and that's your life, that's your life personally and no one else is going to, uh, no one else should be able to judge you or me regarding how we spend our time with God and how we relate to God. That's unique to you and me. So what I wanted to ask you is simply this, who do you see God as? When we read the Bible, we see different people have so many different perspectives and so many different relationships that they've had with Jesus. When Jesus walked the earth, we, are, we see Mary and Martha, we see uh, Peter and John, we see Paul, we see uh, uh, Judas, for example. All these people who lived and walked with Jesus, they, had, they saw Jesus in so many different ways. Like, uh, for example, Mary and Martha. Mary was always at the feet of Jesus Christ. We saw from the, the, the story in the Gospels where it's like Martha was busy in the kitchen and she wanted to serve Jesus and Mary was spending time with Jesus and Jesus said, I would rather you, uh, I would rather you have what Mary has right now. And we also see Judas. When we see Judas, we, we see that he always saw Jesus as a teacher. Whenever he met uh, Jesus, he would say uh, rabbi or teacher or uh, some sort of a thing where he's uh, in the process of learning from Jesus and that's all he saw Jesus as. He never saw him as Lord, he never saw him as God. He just wanted to know Jesus' ways and what Jesus was about and you know what these things are. And it was so easy for him to fall uh, uh, then. I'm not saying that you know we don't see Jesus as a teacher or anything of the sort. I mean we, we learn from Jesus. Why? Because he is our model example. He's the model example of a son. We are learning from Jesus. He is everything. He is our life. But if you see him as only a teacher that we're supposed to learn from, then that's all we're going to receive from, from him. That's all we're going to receive from the Father. Because Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Also, when we see Peter and uh, John, John was always uh, close to Jesus' heart. He was always leaning on the bosom of Jesus and he was close to him and he was always like, you know, kind of leaning on him. And then we see Peter. Peter was always like, you know, uh, there for Jesus, protecting Jesus, helping him out and, you know, trying to uh, encourage him and be that sort of a support system for Jesus. And we see Paul. Now, Paul wasn't there when Jesus walked the earth, but he had a revelation of Jesus when he went to Arabia. And we see his uh, relationship with Jesus and how uh, his, rela his relationship with Jesus transformed the way he lived, his ministry and everything that we have in the, in, the, in the episodes today. We see his life based on his revelation of Jesus Christ. Now this is what we need to ask ourselves. How do I see God? Is he Lord? Is he Master? Is he Lord and Savior? Is he the Son of God? Is he a teacher? Is he a friend? Is he a lover? Is he the shepherd? Who is he? So it changes everything. It changes how we relate to him. It changes how we, how we see him. It changes how we receive from him. It changes everything. This is, this is where God wants to reveal himself to us. Now we can either decide that, okay, fine. This is the way I want to see God and this is the way I want to relate to him. This is who I see him and that's about it. I mean, I want to have my relationship with God like this. Or we can let God reveal himself to us and let him decide what kind of a relationship we should have with him. Wouldn't that be so much better? Wouldn't it be so much better if God revealed himself to us and then we see him as he is?
because that's the way it should be, right? It's the way, it is how God reveals himself to us that we should actually see him for who he is. It is not a one-track perspective where we decide, okay, fine, this is what uh, it should be. It's not that it's wrong. It's just that I would rather see God uh, or relate to him based on how he wants me to relate to him. It is so much better, so much more enriching, so much more perfect. And I get to know God based on who he truly is because he's the one revealing himself to me. Now, we see two different perspectives when we read the story of the prodigal son. We see how the prodigal son, the guy who uh, took all his uh, inheritance and went and squandered it, how his perspective was so different from the, his brother who was at home doing everything for the father, doing everything in the family business, doing everything in the fields, working in the kingdom. And uh, we see how their perspectives were so different. So even though we are part of the same family, we are, we are sons to the same father, we are sons through Jesus Christ, each and every single Christian, each and every single person who has received Jesus as their Lord and Savior has such a different perspective of who God is, such a different idea, such a different relationship with God. And because this is the way we see God, we relate to Him and we do things in the kingdom based on how we see God. Now, it changes from person to person. You know, most Christians' perceptions of God are formed based on their circumstances things that they go through in life. It could be good times, it could be bad times, it could be trouble, it could be based on perceptions of other people. Now, it's, it's so vital that we actually let God himself reveal who he is to us because it's him. No better person to explain who he is, no better person to reveal himself than God himself. We would not be able to get a first-hand revelation of who God is from someone who is actually trying to get that revelation himself. Who better to reveal himself than God to us? Our lives are a product of the revelation of God. Our lives are shaped by who God is. So letting God reveal himself to us actually transforms what our life is about. Our life is shaped and transformed by God himself. This comes by revelation and this revelation comes through relationship. Here's what I would encourage you to do. Take as much time out as you can and actually spend time with God. Take your Bible, keep everything else aside. You don't need that kind of additional knowledge. What you do need is God himself. What you do need is a direct revelation of who God is. What you need is God telling you, this is who I am. This is who I want to be to you. This is my personal relationship with you. This is who God wants to be for you and for me. As unique as your fingerprint is, that is how, that is how God will be to you and me. So spend time with God. Take your Bible. Let God teach you the Bible because the Bible says in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 20 and verse 27, He has given us His Holy Spirit to teach us all things. All things. God has given us the Holy Spirit to teach us everything. And who better to teach us than the Holy Spirit? He is the teacher. So again, I want to leave you with this question. Who is God to you? And, and I really want you to think about it because when Jesus came, he did not come to introduce mankind to a God. He came to introduce mankind to a Father. He never called God, God, until he was at the cross being judged. God was his Father. That is who God is to us today. John chapter 1 and verse 12 says, To those who believe in him, to them he gave the right, the authority, the power to become sons of God. We are sons of God. And that is who we are. We are in that sonship, in that inheritance of sonship. We, we are friends to God. We are lovers of God. God shepherds us. He keeps us. He provides for us. Everything comes under the banner of God being our father. 
I mean, if you think about it, you have children, your children are so well taken care of by you that you will look out for everything for them. They, you want them to be your best friend. You want, you want to love them. You want to provide for them. You want to keep them. You want to protect them. You want to do everything for them as, your, as a parent. That is who God is to us today. To my children, I don't want to be just one aspect of a relationship. I want to cover everything. I want my children to be completely secure. That is who the father is. He is everything to us. So when we see God, we need to see God as who Jesus introduced him to us as. And so I hope you were blessed. And again, this is just part one. And in the next part, I'm going to be talking about what are the hindrances that actually stop us from getting to know God personally and through an intimate relationship and actually seeing him for who he is. And uh, so we'll get into more detail about that in the next part. And if you have not already uh, subscribed, please do subscribe to my channel by clicking on the button down there. And if you like this video, do like it, share the love, spread this, uh, spread the message across and uh, share this link with as many people as possible. And I'll see you in the next video. Bye guys.